Hey everybody, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio, Sunday edition. So, this week, I want, on the Sunday edition, like I dated earlier, I want to talk about reboots. Last time I talked about the star system, which um, can lead into reboot. Can It's like a subsection of reboots, because you end up using lots of characters from old shows in a new show and it feels like you're in the middle of a reboot but the but the bottom line is it's just a whole new show with the same character designs in it but i wanted to talk about reboots a because the interesting thing in like in popular media but also because they're interesting thing in anime because they happen for a variety of reasons, but really two main reasons. Um, and there's a couple of reboots coming out in the next season. So, um, and when I talk about reboots, I'm not talking about a long-awaited second season. I'm not talking about, you know, revisiting an old... I'm talking about rebooting show in some fashion that had just straight up existed before. And I am going to cheat and talk about a second season of a reboot, but we'll get there in a second. So the shows I want to talk about mainly are, um, I'm even going to talk about another season of a long running show and um, a second and like almost a second swing at a show so the shows i want to talk about here are um the new the reboot of shaman king um i also want to talk about the kind of the reboot and second try at um both full metal alchemist and hunter x hunter and the second season of um of of um megalobox and the most the like recent announcement that there will be more bleach basically because bleach for all intents and purposes is functioning kind of like a reboot in the way and reasons it's coming out so the reason that people do reboots in anime is A, they want to remake something that had an anime original ending B, because they want to get closer to the manga in the in the material that goes out in anime. So actually, I'm going to talk about another thing, another weird thing. Um, they basically want to correct the path or it's a anniversary kind of deal. So to give you an idea of what an anniversary celebration of a show looks like in anime, um, a, two great examples are Megalobox. If you haven't gone see Megalobox, I highly recommend it. It's a hell of a show. It's got another season coming out in um, 
actually in this upcoming anime season. And it is a reboot of a very old property called Tomorrow's Joe. But what they did there was... What they did with Megalobox is really interesting because... Tomorrow... Or Ashida no Joe or Tomorrow's Joe is an old-school boxing show from, I think, the 70s or something. And they basically took it and totally modernized it. And when I say totally modernized it, I mean they set it in, like, this far-flung future sci-fi setting where everything, or, like, a section of life had just gone to shit for people and the concept of Joe, the main character, is kind of a stand-in for the everyman and blah, 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 blah. It's a really unique... it's, It's a really unique take that gives that show more life because it's more... It's it's focused on a less, on being less stuffy and less, like, high-minded and being like, no, if we were really going to attack this show and make it for now, what would we do? And honestly, I think it, you can go watch, um, you can go watch Megalobox, you can actually, I bought them, um, for a season of Megalobox fairly recently off of um, bright stuff, and so I have the full English dub and all that, but you can, I believe you can watch it on Funimation, and it's, it's, it's just a good time, it's a fun-ass show, um, and then, so that's one way you can do a absolute top-to-bottom reboot of a show, you can bring it back, you can modify it, you can modernize it, and, make it look like a show that take an old show and make it look like what it would look like if it was just being made literally today. Another way you can do a reboot in anime in, in anime is let's say the show you were making caught up to the source material. In other words, you kind of ran out of road in terms of story and you had to have an anime original ending. That's what happened in the case of the original, I think it's 2004, Full Metal Alchemist. They just ran out of room, ran out of runway on that story. And they're like, oh shit, we have to keep this going to like, but we're at a point where we just have to the programming schedule says, like, this should end now, so we're going to make an anime original ending. And then they went back into it a couple of years later. I remember I was in college when it happened, and me and my friend um, at the time, Christian, were just like, what's happening? What's different about this show? Because oftentimes, unless you take a Megalobox approach, you don't... Um, there's really not that much difference in the beginning of a story. Um, it takes the first third of the of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood 
for, in large part feels like um, actually the first couple episodes feels like you've been there before, you've experienced it before. There are some tweaks around the edges, but largely until the scar incident, you you're just experiencing the same show that you had experienced in 2004, but, like, Ed's hair is slightly blonder, and, like, me and my friend Christian were just like, what, what's happening with this show? And so we were both going totally insane. We're like, I think, I think his hair is blonder. I think that's why they made this entire thing. And just, so my friend Lauren, the um, host of the Uncanny Curve podcast, just like, no, you fucking morons. It's gonna be a different show. We're like, is it? Is it? And we were just being dicks about it. But, um, so that's another way you can do a, re- a reboot. And another reason you can do a reboot, because there's all kinds of ways you can do an anniversary kind of celebration. And interestingly enough, like, Megalobox was, like, that's not usually the way you do an anniversary celebration of a show, of, like, a property. If you look at something like, um, like Full Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, or you look at something like, um, Gundam Unicorn is another perfect example Anniversary products are usually super high-end, um, seasons or, um, editions of shows. So Gundam Unicorn was made to be this, like, big celebration of Gundam that played in all of the traditional Gundam you see, um scenes and formats just presented as like a sixth episode OVA where they just dumped money into it and that's why it looks so good even if it is sometimes just full of too much Gundam politics nonsense but um anyway the that's one way you can attack those are two ways you can attack a reboot Another way you can attack a reboot in a show is you can take the Hunter x Hunter approach, where Hunter x Hunter made it up to a certain part of the Hunter x Hunter storyline. I'm, I'm watching the new, the newer version of Hunter x Hunter again finally now because it it just takes so long. Because it's such a, because Hunter x Hunter, the like um, most recent version, the one not from the nineties, makes um, goes so much farther because a they had more material to work with, b they got to go farther with it. Um, this is also true of the current iteration of JoJo's. If you've ever talk to like a real hardcore Jojo like let's say you talk to Dave and Joel from Fast Karate for the Gentleman which really only exists to talk about Jojo's occasionally on the internet now hi guys I see you in just flapping there in the wind 
But the original JoJo's show was so... Because it was such a weird show. Only went for a certain period of time and was heavily edited. So when... um the studio that did JoJo's, I forget the studio that does JoJo's, went back at it. Everybody's really excited because they're like, oh, they're, they're remaking JoJo's? How far are they going to get? Nobody imagined that, like, Stone Ocean was even a possibility. But, like, now we're, like, slowly on the cusp of it in a way that's serious. And it makes people really excited because that... If I had to guess, they've always wanted to get there, but when they got to, like, the Koran mess of that show originally, everybody was like, huh? Because it got super edited, and just usually what happens in those cases is the original creator is not satisfied with the show and pulls his support and that helps the actual original show kind of fall apart fairly quickly. This happened in the case of Sailor Moon Crystal. Um, although the results was not, the results of the reboot was not what anybody kind of wanted. And that's because in the case of Sailor Moon Crystal, what you got was a, show that was technically better, that was technically more to the liking of the author of Sailor Moon. But it was also a show that was, how should I put this? That was kind of boring and weird because it was a CGI show for reasons of like keeping the integrity of the story and just, not enough people liked the actual act of watching Sailor Moon Crystal. Sailor Moon fans were over the moon for it, but most normal anime fans, when they watched it, they're like, it was not enjoyable to watch. And that's one of the successes of um, Megalobox in that you go watch Megalobox, it's a fun time. Like, you don't need to know anything about the Ashida no Joe storyline. You don't need to know how that story ended in order to get enjoyment out of like the first and soon to be second season of that reboot. It it stands by itself and that's also true of um the Full Metal Alchemist reboot. That's certainly true of the JoJo's reboot. Um this absolutely true of the Hunter x Hunter, the newest iteration of Hunter x Hunter. And that's really, that's how you make a reboot successful, is that it has to stand by itself, separate and apart from the old thing. Like, you can't lean on that crutch. You can't say, oh, you can only watch this if you saw it originally, because there'll be, you're, discounting a whole audience that just wasn't there for that and isn't interested in doing that work of going back and watching it. But also, in order for a reboot to be successful, it needs to be enjoyable to watch. Um, There's another kind of version of rebooting a show and that is the show peaked in popularity let's say 
but that original popularity will always be there. And in this case, I'm talking about um, Bleach. Bleach will always kind of exist as one of the big famous shonen action things. Just because it's Bleach, that's the way it goes. Them's the rules, I didn't make the rules. And also, it's a super popular, super super stylish show. So, you can always kind of make a Bleach thing. But Bleach, at the time it originally ended, was at the peak of its popularity. It had started to fall off. It had started to... um, it started to massively decline in readership. If you want to um, see more about that, you can go read, you can go watch The Fall of Bleach by Super Eyepatch Wolf on his YouTube channel. He's got a great video about The Fall of Bleach. And it, it just wasn't popular, so they kind of abruptly ended it. And oftentimes, when you have an anime running alongside... <laughs> a manga and the manga end kind of tradition that the anime ends um a really weird variant of that is um naruto naruto they they were in such filler territory with naruto by the end that they like they could end it in a similar way that they ended it in the show but they spent the whole movie, like, rewriting Naruto and Hinata's past just so they could get married. Whereas in the anime, they make it pretty... Whereas in the um, in anime form, um, and then they do a Boruto movie as a lead-in to the concept of the, like, sequel and successor of Naruto, like... Here's new Naruto, Baruto, which I'm sure people must like, but just every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, so we're still doing this thing where we're all going to pretend that Baruto is the main character of this, <laughs> and it's the worst. Um, but... So they did that with Naruto, but they ended Bleach kind of abruptly. There's a, There are whole arcs of Bleach that they just didn't adapt. So they kind of left themselves an opening to go back to that, and that's what they're doing with the kind of Bleach reboot, is they're rebooting it into the, like, thousand-year blood war, which is its own big thing that they can squeeze another couple hundred episodes out of. They also did that kind of, like, reboot for uh, Arc with um, Air Gear, which is really, really weird, because Air Gear, if you have no idea, Air Gear went the way a lot of anime does, and that they only adapted part of the show, part of the manga into the anime, but it's a really, it's a really, like, early part of the manga that they adapted for Air Gear, and it kind of so in the in the air gear anime, if you watch just it by itself and not the um 
I think it's called the Sleeping Forest OVA. Um, you just kind of get the beginning of the climb towards like godlyhood for the main character in that show. And where they cut it off is like where it's where they cut air gear off is where it starts to go into some wild shit. That makes any sense. And they spend all of this time in that show setting it up and like making it be like we're about to get into some wild shit. And then they just like write a write a like and I saw the future when he made this jump saying and it just kind of ends. And then, like, a long time later, they released the Sleeping Forest OVA, and they drop you into, like, a long time in the future, and, like, characters are disabled in wheelchairs now, and it's weird and gritty, and you're just like, I knew it was happening, because I had read the manga, but lots of people wouldn't. And that's really not what you want to do with a reboot. If I had to pick a like specific way that I'd want a reboot done, I would pick something like the Shaman King reboot that's coming in April sometime. Um, I believe it starts April 8th. Um, that show is being made for similar reasons that both that the Sailor Moon Crystal reboot was. And it's also being, it's being made to be closer to the story of the actual original story that Shaman King wanted to be. And it's also, and and as well as being made as an anniversary project. So if you have had, and also in terms of Shonen shows, Shaman King, the original anime is about um, 60 some odd, like 61 to 64 episodes long. So it's not a long shonen action commitment. But if you look at the old Shaman King, especially the dub, it's A, it's dated, B, it's got, it's one of those like on the cusp early 2000s like wacky dubs where everything is slightly comedic in a way it shouldn't be. And it as a property, even in manga form, was heavily edited because of some of the things it was trying to do. So the and as a as a shonen anime, it was never quite as popular as say Naruto, One Piece, or um, Dragon Ball Z or Bleach. So you have this show that can be remade in a way better quality. Is a like kind of cult classic of a shonen action series and like when i say you watch the trailer for the new shaman king and this thing if you haven't seen them yet i encourage you to go look them up on youtube this thing sings from every port pore of its production it looks so good compared to what is already there and that's also true of the um hunter x hunter remake the 90s Hunter x Hunter, where it kind of looks similar, but it's like it got a new coat of paint when they redid it a couple of years later. 
and they were able to go into so much more with it because it they just had more money and more room to run. And that, if I had to guess, that's really what they're doing with the new Shaman King thing. That thing will probably run for longer, be less redacted and less restrained because of the fact that it's being produced now instead of the late 90s, early 2000s. And it's being released on streaming platforms instead of JetX Kids, if that makes any sense. Um, so on that note, I just really wanted to talk about, you know, the kinds of shows that get remade, why they get remade, how how people can approach them, and I hope I did a good job at that. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to the podcast and whatever you're using to listen to me right now, whatever app that is. Um, I have been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition, and new episodes come out every Sunday, and usually that's something like this, a metatextual like look at anime or the anime industry or something like that. And third day where I talk about a, you know, recent show I liked or watched or, um, or show or movie really. And until next third day, I've been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday edition. I'll talk to you on Thursday.